0: What's up everybody? This is Zach. And Judah. With Be A Light. We hope that you have an awesome week. Uh Amy and Shad are a little under the weather, but they are healed in Jesus' name. Um, but we got the bearded ones tonight. Yeah.
1: Shad has a beard as well, but it's uh, it's just not. It's inferior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like beard light. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I think a session will be good, though, you know, yeah. so it'll just be two dudes with beards mm-hmm. talking about unity. Yeah. So I think you brought it up, right? Mm-hmm. So you started off.
0: Okay. Um. It. When I first wrote like the the list yeah. and everything, this was like back when Be Alight started, mm-hmm. like God was like impressing on me. Unity, unity. Mm-hmm. And it's still really big in my life. Um. But it, like back then, it was like, "Oh my God, Unity!" All the time, like yeah. I was thinking about it all the time. It's good. <laughs> it it is, and I, I think when we get down to it, if the body was unified from all aspects, not just you know the Pentecosts are all on the same page, yeah. or the Baptists, or this, that, or the other, but if every part of the body of Christ was actually in one mind yeah. and one accord man could you even imagine what could be done if every i'm talking about catholics episcopalians like everybody together it would just be awesome because the whole body of christ every facet and every side of the face of god would be represented and we would be we wouldn't be oh well that's just the the Methodist doing their thing or whatever, you know, when putting people down, I think that's the biggest thing where, you know, with denominations, we see, you know, kind of like this tug of war going on a lot of times, but actually having unity in the body, you wouldn't have that problem. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that's where I kind of coming from on the unity thing. It's just like what God
1: wants is like everybody together. Yeah. And I, uh, I have to tell myself. So today, because you know, the light the fire again or whatever that conference is that's coming up. Well, I'm like a grumpy old man when Mm -hmm. it comes to stuff like that. And I was complaining to my friend Mm -hmm. because um, it ends up good, but I got to tell the whole thing. So I was complaining to my friend um, because I'm like, what fire are they lighting again? Are they going to light the fire that they didn't steward well in the first time? You know, so I was just because I've never liked conferences. I can get into that a whole nother day, (laughs) (laughs) unless the Lord just tells me shut up, like He usually does. Um, (laughs) And so I was telling my friend, and she's she's coming down for the conference. She's like, "That's what I'm talking about." You, this Pensacola, just there's such division Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to stuff like this. She's like, "I'm going because Todd White and Heidi Baker are there, and it's free." And I'm like, "Okay." I won't get into the rest of that, I said. But yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I left that. You know, I just went, started getting ready to go shopping or whatever I did today. Um, And the Lord just started talking to me because I was talking to him. I didn't, like, just keep my point. I was just like, Lord, I want unity. I know you want unity. Um, and I know I can tell right now <laughs> what I said wasn't right. It might have been right, but it wasn't completely right. So... Mm-hmm. Um I apologize to my friend when she didn't care. Um, either way, she's known me for years now. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. kind of just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, let's it go. <laughs> it's just Jude and his old grumpy man ramblings. Um But I was like, Lord, how do we you know, how do I be in unity with those who I think are heavily wrong? Like yeah. on like a major thing for me and What I do know, I didn't really get an answer to that, but what I do know is that, you know, Romans 2, 4 came to mind that it says, loving, kindness, forbearance, and patience with us that's intended to uh, turn us from our sin. Um, It says in James, he says, the wisdom of heaven is first peaceable and uh, Mm -hmm. peace-loving and quiet and calm. And then you just see Jesus' example. He was meek and low at heart. Come to me, learn from me, for I am meek and low at heart. Um, and so anytime I get in that grumpy mood, immediately he starts talking to me, and I'm like, Err, fine, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, but then he just because, like, that's because the way I want to get this situation handled is just going, You're wrong, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> we're wasting time doing this. And the Lord's just like, It doesn't work that way, that's not the way my kingdom works. Yeah, um, so. I just have a lot of thoughts because I, I the scripture Paul says strive to keep mm-hmm. the bond of love, peace, yeah. and unity. Strive. That means make continuous effort. Yeah. <laughs> towards keeping unity. And so I'm like, uh, I I don't want to get so much scripture knowledge yeah. that it divides me more. Because mm-hmm. my knowledge of scripture should not divide me from yeah. people. If I actually know God and know him not just his words yeah I wouldn't have those moments as much Mm -hmm. you know Um, and so like that's why I just loved on him and I was like, I'm sorry I just changed my mind from that but then I was like I can bring it up tonight (laughs) (laughs) because you know what what good does it do it's just like someone protesting some company because they have a different viewpoint yeah that's like one person granted Mm -hmm. it could become a lot of people but to me that just seems useless yeah to just be like well I'm against this and then you get a list of things you're against and you become a major (laughs) your major in life becomes all the things you're against you learn how to debate against those things Mm -hmm. you learn to tell why they're wrong and here the gospel sits here unity sits, here love sits, here forbearance and patience and love, kindness, yeah. you know, peace, patience, all these things in the spirit sit over here. Yeah. And they don't make any sense to the logical mind because you're like, when you see an issue, don't you address it? Well, just like with me and you, if there's things, there's things now that I can, like we can talk about both in your, my life and in your life yeah. that we couldn't have addressed yeah. at the yeah. beginning. Like, it could have been on day one. I noticed something and been like, hey, I'm bringing yeah. it up day one. You'd have yeah. been like, well, forget everything we said. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's just because, you know, because when you say that, wouldn't it be awesome to have that? My brain thinks, how do we get there? Yeah. Because I, I don't like thinking like that anymore mm-hmm. if I don't have a vision on how to bring that. Yeah. I don't want any wishful thinking. And so, like, even now as I'm talking like that, it all does come by relationship. Yeah. Not that I'm, I want to... Because, like, I'm not 100% right, and I know it. Yeah. I don't know where I'm wrong at, mm-hmm. but I know <laughs> I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm not the most right person. I learned that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I'm like... Ha- how do we walk this out, Lord? How do we strive to keep the bond of love and peace? And it's through relationship. It's through conversation. It's mm-hmm. through actual caring conversation, too. Not, yeah. I'm stating my point. You state your point, And we keep our points. But all we did was have a debate.
0: Yeah. And what God was bringing to my mind as you were speaking is they will know us by the way we love one another. Yeah, sure. And a lot of times, and I've seen this in my life, is when someone in the body of Christ has a disagreement, it gets dirty and nasty real quick. And that's not how it's supposed to work. You know, if there's an issue, if there is a grievance, there's needs to be honesty, but there needs to be a process to work through it to a, to a final resolution that Everyone grows. We yeah. talked about grace last week. Mm-hmm. God's showing us grace so we can learn and grow with one another. We have to show that to one another as well. Yeah. And yesterday I was talking about um, the Shema, which is in Deuteronomy. And the word that is used as love in there is Ahava. And it's for caring for people. It's an actionable thing. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, I love you, man. Yeah. You know, it's like... I'm showing that love because I'm going to work through this. I'm yep. not going to put you on a pike and be done with you. And, First. Keep going. and I think that's where a lot of church hurt comes from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we're wanting unity, it starts with not putting down different denominations, you know. Yes, there are differences. There might be disagreements, but mm-hmm. in the end, they're still going after God, yeah, you know, and I think that's where we need to kind of take out the, what denomination means is to divide. Yeah. And like, there's so many divisions, but it's just like, okay, I'm going to look past all of that. And I'm going to look at you as a brother or a sister in Christ. It doesn't matter where your church or what the name of it is. Yeah. It's like, I'm looking at you like Jesus. And that might take more effort for yeah. some people than others. But I think that's where like the first step is just like working on that. Yeah. Cause we can get into the weeds of doctrine and how we worship and how, you know, even the Holy spirit and all of this. Cause some people believe differently, but it's like, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're good. You know, and we can start from that point. And if they don't believe in Jesus, man, let's let, let's get you there, you know? Yeah. And I think just showing people love and grace is the very first step to getting that unity
1: yeah that's good because like I was in my video I did yesterday um, I was reading out of John 3 1st mm-hmm. John 3 and uh, chapter 2 as well and it says you know um, if you do not love your brother you cannot love God yeah how can you love what you can't see if you don't love what you can see mm-hmm um, and let your love not be in uh just word, the little woman. Yep. That's what I was trying to find, but then I was like, I it's in my head, I know it. It's in <laughs> chapter three if you want to look for it. <laughs> it's not a big chapter, yeah. but um, let your not love not just be in word, but let mm-hmm. it be in action also. If you see your brother and you have the worldly means to help them and you shut it literally says if you shut your heart off from them, yeah. That is evil. And you're not you don't know the Lord. And I was mm-hmm. like, Man <laughs> that's yeah. strong and that's but his the whole chapter two and three, he's explaining: if you follow the commandment, you abide in Christ. Yeah. And if you abide in Christ, you will not sin, and you'll have the fruit of loving your brother, which then you'll love. You'll know, they will know yeah. by their love for one another. And he's like, this commandment is one: mm-hmm. love God and uh, love your brothers. It's not hard. Nah. it's not hard at all um it's just getting that because it's it's and also in that chapter it talks about you can't you have the anointing that's gonna teach you mm-hmm. so ultimately we can bring up these things we can do these videos but the anointing within some of the Holy Spirit is gonna teach them
0: Yeah,
1: and like so we can't and that's maybe that's where I get frustrated is because it is so hands-off for us. Yeah. We can encourage, we can edify, we can, you know, I can mention something or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I can't make anyone do anything. Yeah, And so either I'm going to trust God or I'm going to get frustrated. And like one thing I was thinking, I heard some stories from Dan Moeller and he doesn't usually share stuff like this, but, um, He he's always just he just loves everyone. He's like he's he mentions two times he saw people, um, who were just sharing the gospel. And at first he went up to him and was like, "Oh man, I just love what you guys guys are doing." And he started sharing their his heart with them. I love what you guys are doing. It's so awesome. He explains their story, and you know, because he's in that session, he was talking about majoring. You know, there's majors and minors. If they have a minor difference, he's like, "I'm just gonna let it go. We're cool." The majors, you know, yeah, then we can have a discussion. But he's like encouraging. He's like, "Oh man, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. It's really blessing people." And then they like heard one thing he said, and they honed in on it. And they're like, "When you got baptized? Did you get baptized in just Jesus' name? Wasn't in the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit?" And uh, he's actually like, "He's like, well, actually, I baptized myself." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "You're not saved then." And then he's like, "Okay, I take back what I said." About you guys blessing. If you guys are focusing on this stuff right here, yeah. you're not helping anyone, and you need to pack up and leave. Yeah, um, because they were majoring on the minors, mm-hmm. on those little doctrinal discrepancies. They weren't yeah. focused on the love of God. They were just trying to, you know. And then another one, they were like, I started saying the same thing. They're like, Are you filled with the Spirit? Do you pray in tongues? And we started focusing on this, all these little things. Oh yeah. And he's like, Guys, it's not. <laughs> What this is about so he's he literally he told them he's like he's like I take back what I said about you guys doing good you need to pack up and leave because you're helping no one if this is your focus but see I think that's times when it, when it can be good because to bring it up because if you're just out there trying to spew your doctrine that's not gonna work no because people I,
0: I was it was this past January and I was with a bunch of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, band director friends, and we were in Tampa for a conference. Yeah. And if you've ever been down to Tampa, there's a park called Ebor City. And um, been there. wonderful food. Mm-hmm. And But, we, you know, they wanted to, you know, go, go down and just, you know, see the shops, and we've seen them like 50 times. But, yeah. you know, and it's at night, and everybody's out, you know, that sort of deal. And were there people out there? Doing things that I didn't agree with, yes, but you know, the I didn't feel like I needed to berate them or anything, but there was these gentlemen with big signs, mm-hmm. yelling at people that they were going to hell, mm-hmm. and like all the group with me were just kind of like, most of them are Christians and everything, but they felt really uncomfortable, like even passing mm-hmm. these people and all the people that were around them. You know, we're just like, oh my God! You know, the Christians are out here beating us mm-hmm. up and all of this, and it's like I didn't agree with that, and I, I was, I just started praying. I was like, God, just show them a better way. You know, mm-hmm. me saying something wasn't going to fix it. No. You know, and it was just, but God was like, well, why don't you just start praying in tongues?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, huh. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, go ahead. So the whole time we're going down and then back up. He's like, Keep going. Keep going. And I'm just like, oh I was, I was like, Nobody noticed me. And I'm over there praying in tongues. But it was like, that's what it takes is being obedient, but it's not going after somebody. And I'm trying to find this in uh, Philippians, where Paul is talking about um where people where man has like taken the gospel and made it more difficult physically because they all don't understand mm-hmm. how, you know, spiritually they're supposed to submit. So yeah. they, they make up these things. Excuse me, hmm. my, my Mexican food coming up. Um, <laughs> but it, they do all of these things physically to make up for not submitting spiritually. Yeah. And I have to look up it's in Philippians somewhere. I can't remember. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us get off at times, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, God, I feel so, sh- so much shame. Cause I sinned. And it's like, you know, I've, I've got to, you know, keep praying for five hours. So I feel like I received my forgiveness. It's like, no, you just just asking, there it is. Yeah. You know, you're, you're made clean and you're an incorruptible seed. I know you were talking about that yesterday and like, it was such good word. It's like, we need to get to that point where it's like our spirit is not like, we don't have to make things back in the day, where they wear like hair shirts and yeah. everything for like penance. That's what it You know, Oh, well you got to pay money to get saved or, you know, uh, you know, wear a hair shirt or beat yourself or, you know, like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And it's like, no, what are you, what are you doing? But we, like you were saying, we've got to be able to correct when we need to. And, pass it by when we need to. Yeah. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. Some people will just, like, go after it regardless, yeah. you know.
1: And I think one thing that will help with us keeping unity is just, like, what happened to me is immediately mm-hmm. I began to hear the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Every time where I've been in a conversation and I had my new revelation that I was all happy about and they were talking about something they said that something that was wrong Yeah. against that revelation, I would be like, I would, like, I say it and then the moment the Holy Spirit would be like, Why? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Why'd you have to bring that up? Yeah. Um, and there's been other times where I would just wait and not bring something up with someone and I'd just be like, Lord, same way you showed me, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can show them. And so I would just leave it alone and we would just build real good communion off yeah. of what we agreed on. And then maybe they get a revelation on or my views would change, whatever would happen. But I just didn't It didn't ruin a friendship over Mm -hmm. my new revelation or whatever. Yeah, because once again, revelation should not divide. Yeah, the most of the revivals that happened in the past happened because a group started getting a revelation again of like you know tongues or they got Mm -hmm. a revelation of healing or something like that. It's not that they divided themselves, but the other people were just like, nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not about that. So yeah. go start your own thing. <laughs> yeah. And so they had their own like little revival. But if they both if both parties would have just been like, okay, we don't see that. You guys see that, we don't see that. Let's continue in fellowship. Yeah. And unity. Because like what does this all boil down to? Paul says that there's only three things that are gonna remain mm-hmm. faith, hope, and love. And the greatest is love. And yet we're dividing over tongues over is there healing today or not? Is there this today or not? Is this, you yeah. know? And I think there's times where we need to be like, no, okay. Like if there's someone who thinks the Lord has made them sick, yeah, I'm going to write them be like, no. And let me show you like, I, I had this one lady. Okay. Um, and she's from a different, you know, denomination background, no care to mention it. Um, and she's like, well, and she has said diabetes her whole life. And then she got multiple sclerosis and she's like, I don't know why the Lord put this on me. I, uh, I, I don't know why He thinks I can handle this. I can't. Yeah. And in that moment, I just quickly said no. <laughs> yeah. He did not put that on you. Why would He take His Son, crucify Him, put all sickness on Him? I was, I, I you neo know, quoted Isaiah fifty-six to her that. You know, by his stripes, where he bore our sickness. Why mm-hmm. would he bear those things and then put them on you? Yeah. And, like, so that in that quick moment when I felt the unction from the Lord. Yeah. Um, and Then after that, she's like, I think I'm going to start praying about it more than, you know? Like, her, she's like, she didn't know that. Yeah. So there, I think there's times, you know, for those things where the Lord's like, no, they need, that needs to be corrected, like here. Yeah. But you don't need to then make like a doctrine. Like every time you hear, I didn't go, okay, now every time I hear someone say something like that, I'm going to correct them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have there been times where I've probably done that? Sure. I've been saved long enough to make a lot of dumb decisions. Mm -hmm. But I've learned from them. And I think like that's one thing that'll help us is if we keep, we don't harden our hearts. Yeah. And be like, okay, this is the path we're going to go. Um, but we're constantly like, Lord, if I'm wrong, definitely show me yeah. and then help me <laughs> to change in that area. Because, you know, I don't want to have those little spouts with the, with people I'm close with. Like, in this case, it was Katie or Shad as people. I don't want to have anything like yeah. that. I want to be like, yeah, okay, cool. There's a conference. Let's just go enjoy it. We'll be around some believers. And we'll just have a good time. Yeah. You know, I... You know, and that's what I'm working through right now because, you know, I don't know why. um, But I don't want to grow up to be a grumpy old man, you know. I don't want to have a a right opinion on a thing or have to doctrinally dissect something with someone. When the greatest of these things is love, when faith, hope, and love are going to be the only things that remain after this is all wrapped up and said and done, I think I need to focus on those. I think I need to major on those. And major on Christ and Him crucified, His death and His resurrection. I think if we focus on those things more than everything else, not ignoring everything else, Mm -hmm. but not dividing. Yeah. Over, like, you know, if someone says that Jesus did not come in the flesh, that Jesus was not the Son of God, those are dividing words. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are scripturally laid out. If they say these things, they're of the devil, like legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, so those like that right there, that's a dividing factor. Mm-hmm. That's a major thing. Oh, yeah. And that's what the, the church fathers originally fought over a lot because there was a lot of people saying, oh, he didn't come in the flesh. He came as like a spirit being. He looked like he had flesh, but he really didn't have flesh. And, <laughs> and even in the beginning of fossils, John said, I'm writing to you. I think it was John. One of them, they're like, I'm writing to you as one. Who has seen him and touched him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was already within their own life. There were people mm-hmm. who were saying, Oh, yeah, he didn't really come. Like in the flesh. So John yeah. was like, I've seen him, I've touched him. I'm the one who laid on his chest. I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a physical man. Mm-hmm. So those are dividing. And like Jude literally so there, like there are so there are times. Well I'm saying there are times because Jude literally he's like, I wanted to write to you. About our glorious salvation, but I feel urged now to write to you instead about those lying deceivers. Yeah. And literally wrote a whole letter. <laughs> instead of writing about the glorious salvation he wanted to, he's like, let me yeah. write about this because this is a. So there are those times where we need to be. If we didn't see the apostles go after it and crush it like a dividing factor, I don't think we need to.
0: Yeah. Well, and you bringing that up reminds me of Paul writing. I think it was to the Corinth uh, church about um, there was a division starting about the people following Paul or mm-hmm. Apollos. Yeah. And he was like, we don't matter. Yeah. Like you don't understand. It's just Jesus. Yeah. Like we don't matter. And, you know, seeing that at the beginning stages of the church, you know, man has to submit to Jesus, and I yes. think that's where a lot of it comes in. It's like we're not willing to give up the reins, yeah. And Jesus is like, "Man, I'm a better driver than you." <laughs> <laughs> You're Your like, sucks, bro. <laughs> "You know," and he, it, it's just giving that over. But you know, it it was at the very start, you yeah. know, wh- you know, and people. There was even the I can't remember what book it was in, but someone, two people, stole from the church, struck dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like there, there is times and places where you know things have happened, but you have to address those big things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just reminded of like when the Reformation happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Luther. I don't think he was going to the extreme of let's divide everything. And that's where a lot of people took it. You know, when the Catholic, excuse me, the Catholic church divided, that was not a good day in my opinion, just because it was like, all right, we're going to splinter the church more. And that's when the more denominations started coming from. And like the church of England, like, I don't know if I, I learned this in music history class. The whole reason that started was because the king wanted to divorce. He started his own church just so he could marry and divorce. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's those things like, was the letter needed? Yes, it was. It addressed all of these things, mm-hmm. but the actions that were taken after that, you know, the, it's like why we're not submitting to what God wants. If there's a problem, address it, fix it, and then come back into unity. Yeah. You know, and even when you're addressing something, if we're acting like adults, it's not like I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. It's like, no, man, I want to fix this so we can stay together. You know, it's it's just having that like relationship where you care about that person so much that you want to stay in contact. You want to stay in communion with them and not Mm -hmm. just like, well, forget you and fly kite and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, because there's another one I'm reminded of um, is in Romans 14, where he talks about some think you can... Um, every day is holy. Some think only certain days are holy. Mm-hmm. Some think it's okay to only eat vegetables. Some think it's okay to eat whatever they want. It is for that person. Yeah. Anything done not in a conviction is sin. So he like really defines it all, and it all once again just like everything else, boils back down to love. Paul mm-hmm. makes the great statement, the big statement, if, if eating meat offends my brother, even just one brother, I'll give up eating meat for the rest of my life. Um, do I think he gave up eating meat for the rest of his life? No, but he's saying, if in love, yeah. if he's sitting there, he's saying, don't be boastful, like, oh, <laughs> you think only eating vegetables? I'm about to plop this steak down right in front of you. Like, What do you think now? Yeah. Huh? huh? You know, those who are weak, and he says, let's be... Let's be patient with those who are weak in faith, mm-hmm. you know, and build them up and encourage them. And so there are those little things where Paul addressed them. There's even times where he addressed something and he said, I am never addressing this issue again. I have barren the, my body the marks yeah of christ jesus and i'm never addressing this subject again <laughs> yeah so there's like these little it says don't let the little foxes spoil, spoil the, the vine, vine. Mm-hmm. so these little things we can allow on our life just like that what i was dealing with today i could have let that go mm-hmm. and i had thoughts back and forth like well i'm not gonna go to this thing at a protest and i was like what does that help yeah and plus you already told people you're gonna go and like so i have yeah all within a little bit of time so many conversations went on in my head yeah (laughs) i was like okay fine lord i'm wrong (laughs) yeah 100 (laughs) percent. and so um i think we need to be quick to be okay with being wrong yeah you know and if we're wrong don't i learned a long time ago to just apologize as quick as i can even if i know the person like okay she wouldn't care if i apologize or not But like i need to sue for my own self yeah make sure she knows hey i see this error (laughs) Yeah. That I apparently keeps popping up when people bring up stuff like this. I'm working on it. <laughs> and I think that
0: is so important because it's like, I love you so much that I'm going to admit when I'm wrong. Yeah. And it's not like this self deprecating kind of thing. Cause some people do that to get more mm-hmm. attention, but it's not like, you know, I messed up and you know, I'm working on it and you actually work on it. Cause some people are like, I messed up. And then they do it again and again yeah. and again. Um, I, I w- just had this thought in my mind. Um, there was one time we were at church and we were worshiping and like, Amy was leading. I was just, you know, just praising God. And like, I, I said something, it was like, you know, you know, lift up God or whatever. And it was like, I don't know. Like I was like trying to get the people like, let's <laughs> do this type thing. And Amy was after church. She was like, don't ever do that again. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it was
0: like, okay, I was wrong. Like, you yeah. know, it was like, okay, I, I will take that. And I've never done it again, but it's like knowing like people worship differently and all of this, but it's like, I took that feedback because I was wrong, Yeah, you know? And I, I had the split second. I was like, <laughs> and it was like, yeah. no, I was wrong. Okay. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> it's, it's not being so much of this, mm-hmm. it's submitting it comes back to that love. It's like you know we gotta love each one each yeah. one of us like he loves us and not you know go after everybody
1: yeah, and I think we need to also um, because it talks one it talks a lot about pastors and you know like submitting your pastor, um, knowing that they're they're put like the guard over your like oh, they're gonna answer for you mm-hmm. and like just that little issue the funny issue I handle with my pastor when she texts me. And the fact that she even had to worry. Yeah. Like, cause there was an initial, like, oh, how dare she? But it was only, like, a split second because it wasn't me. It was yeah. like It was an opportunity to act on that. Yeah. Just like today, I acted on that. That's all that is. The enemy, you're offered right away two things. From, one from the enemy, one from God. hmm <laughs> Just because I had the initial thing doesn't mean that was me. doesn't mean it's yeah. something I have to go, like, oh, now I have to deal with this because it even popped up. No. Yeah. The, the enemy wants to father me just as much as God wants to father me. Yeah. And so with that, like... But the fact that she had to be like, you know, I hope you're not mad. Like, I was like, pastors are so scared to address things yeah. nowadays that even little things like that they're afraid to address because someone's going to get mad or church hurt. Pastors yeah. shouldn't be afraid to address these things, you know. Is there, are there pastors who take too much liberty yeah. and just try to micromanage your life? Mm-hmm. By all means. But we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We need to allow our pastors to have some say. Yeah. Hey, what you did, check yourself. (laughs) You know, rethink. They should have that liberty because, you know, they're walking with us the same, but they've taken on, if we believe scripture is 100% true and fallible, they've taken on the guardianship of your soul. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's heavy. You know, I've watched my dad for years, like, have to bear that burden you know and my mom and it's like i've only you know experienced a little bit of it but it's you know how do you go about correcting you know and it's Mm -hmm. like you in that position you really love somebody and you want you don't want to see them pull themselves out of you know what god's will and everything and i just it's just so important to just not be afraid to say something. And, you know, there's always going to be people that take offense. But like you were saying, there's two decisions. And most of the time, the decision that looks the best Mm -hmm. or that, like, entices you the much... Feels the most justified. Yeah, is the wrong one. Yes. And that's so tricky, you know. And we, I think because we think so much, we overthink a lot of things, Mm -hmm. that's where that's the playground yeah you know it's like oh well you should be angry at them because they corrected you or you should be this that or the other and it's like no you know it's choosing that other tree um that's in that garden because adam and eve had the choice of you know what tree to eat from it's like this one looks really good yeah those apples, ooh, they look so, oh, that's the red delicious right there. <laughs> and then you got, you know, your Granny Smiths over here, and like, oh, that's Granny Smith, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's like making that choice and resisting the devil. Uh-huh. If you resist the devil, he will flee. Yeah. And like, I think just not being in our heads so much that we can't hear what God is telling us. Yeah. And if you're not hearing God, just walk in love. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And one thing I was before I get to this, um I was actually thinking on the way here because a lot of the times we try to find out what do we want to do in life. But I was I was driving here and I was like, Lord, why does what I want to do with my life matter? Mm -hmm. I'm a creation. You're the creator. Yeah. You know, and I think you know, that scares Mm. a lot of people, but what if you really see that's why it's good to know God Mm -hmm. and actually not just know about him, but know him because you wouldn't even have to try to even think or figure out what you're made for. What do I want to do? What do I like to do? Because if I'm be honest with you, I'm 26. I ain't got two ideas <laughs> about what I'd like to do with my yeah. life. But that's because I've been spending years. People are like, oh, I just know my destiny. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, that's cool. I don't know mine, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. But the, it's because I'm not my creator. Yeah. I didn't create myself. I didn't give myself direction. The Lord made us. He put mm-hmm. his plans in us. Yeah, We are creations <laughs> created by a creator who's given his will, who's laid it out, mm-hmm. and he has direction for our life. And I think sometimes even when I've prayed with that, I've prayed and been like, Lord, what do I want to do with my life? And he's like, yeah. that's the wrong question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... You know, I just thought about that. And so that's just a, some stuff that came out. But like, I think that would help because, uh, oh, yeah, because a lot of times we're selfish, mm-hmm. even as Christians. Lord, what's my destiny? What's yeah. my, what's my? And the Bible, and I'm preaching, I'm talking to myself a lot of stuff we said tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Lord's like, get your eyes off you. You want to save your life, you're going to lose it. Lose your life for my sake and you'll gain it. He's like, yeah. give up everything you have. Just stop it. Stop focusing on you. Yeah, I've been had people pray over me, and they've heard the Lord say it's illegal for you to look at yourself. And that's one thing I struggle with the most is, is self-examination. Mm-hmm. But really, what I learned is that's pride. Yeah, we think pride's only ha ha ha, but pride's that people who are self-deprecating. That's another form of pride. Oh yeah, because they're critiquing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. And so one thing I I thought of whenever i was like how do we also because we've had a really good brainstorm session i think on how to approach you know how to how do we walk this out in everyday life because this isn't going to come from a conference speaker this mm. isn't going to come from anything like that it's going to come from day-to-day conversation between brothers but first corinthians 13 it's just like john three sixteen. whenever you start saying these verses people's brains like oh i know that and they shut off but don't shut off when i'm about to read this <laughs> um says, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it is not boastful, it is not conceited, it does not act improperly, it is not selfish, it is not provoked, it does not keep records of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth, it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never ends.
0: Mm.
1: Another translation says that love does not prefer its own. That's why it says love is not selfish. Mm. So when we come with these these subjects, when we're talking things out with each other, what if we meditated on this and we're like, Lord, I thank you that every day that I walk out and I have a conversation with one of your children, Lord, let me be patient. Let me be kind. Let me not envy. Let me not be boastful. Let me not be conceited. Let me not act improperly. Let my intentions in my conversation not be selfish. Let me not be provoked. Let me not keep a record of wrongs when I'm having a conversation with someone I love, or a record of different doctrinal ideas. Mm-hmm. Let me not, and so like taking these things, actually making it a meditation. Or let, and let me find no joy in unrighteousness. So when I'm hearing something from someone, let me not even have a smile on my face if they're yeah. talking about something that's not for you. Um, let me rejoice in your truth. Let me bear in all things, believe all things, hope in all things, endure all things. Let my love never end. But like those last few. Just think if we walked in bearing in all things, believing in all things, hoping in all things. We hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't believe that. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe I have no hope. Um, I'm just not going to deal with that anymore. I'm not going to bear it. hmm <laughs> A lot of us don't do that. We don't, we don't walk in this. Yeah. But we don't take time to meditate. That's what I was actually saying. I was singing on the way over here because um, I was just thinking about how I was meditating on First John chapter 3. um. And I was just singing, you know, when you meditate, when you meditate on me and just thinking about when you mm. meditate, cause I was like, I only took a, f- I just put on some Dan Moller. Usually when I'm listening to him, I get like a few minutes in and I have to stop it because yeah. I'm provoked to have a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I never get through one of his videos <laughs> anymore. I stop and I just begin to have relationship with the Lord. And he's just talking about when you meditate on me i am life you know yeah. i change your perspectives and i i i draw you when you meditate on me i'm drawing you like when you meditate on me because i was like lord why when i meditate on your word do i feel better yeah do i have more clarity he's like because my word is a lamp unto your feet and a <laughs> light unto your path yeah he's like you're frustrated because you're meant to see and you're trying to decipher things in darkness hmm. And he's like, you cannot do that. Yeah. That's why you feel relief. If you're out in a dark forest with creepy noises and you don't got a lantern, you're like, oh, snap, I'm definitely scared. But if you got something that's lighting your path, you're like, okay, yeah. I can clearly see yeah, in front of me for a good little bit. So I know nothing's here. A lot of us have anxiety, depression, all these things because we are children of light trying to decipher things through darkness. Mm-hmm. And we don't have his word that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We don't, we aren't using his word. Yeah. How he laid it out, too. And Proverbs, I think three, he said, Don't <laughs> ignore my words. Come yeah. listen because they will be life to you. Yeah. And so, like, there's so many facets we can go on with mm-hmm. just this subject, because it's, but it's really important. I think that we need to have more than just one session. Yeah, on unity, I think we need to drill this puppy. But <laughs> I'm I'm good with it. Um, like this is just like the surface level. Yeah. We're like scratched. <laughs> um, but because there's that's ultimately what he wants. Because when you have unity, you're going to have love. You mm-hmm. can't have unity without love. Yeah, you can't have love without unity. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think that's a good stopping point for me. You got anything? I I was
0: just kind of thinking on uh, I think it was something that Chris Valentin mm-hmm. said, and it really stuck out to me. Where you were talking about us being selfish and wanting, you know, God, what what's mine? What's yeah. mine? And he was talking about Joseph. He was like, I he's like, I'm going to make it to the palace. Mm-hmm. And that was his purpose, but when he started being braggatocious to his brothers and you know, talking about his dreams and his visions and he upset his brothers, Mm -hmm. it changed the plan that God had for him. Like it took him a totally different route that he could have, you know, went straight Mm -hmm. to the palace if he would have, you know, been humble, you know, like God wanted him to be. But like he had to go through all of this suffering because he you know wasn't the way God wanted him to be like yeah. the purpose was there, but he changed the plan, mm-hmm. and that got me thinking it was like, what did I do to change my plan yeah. you know to you know where I should have been you know yeah. it's taken me this long to get here, and I think it's you know us being it goes back to that love like us walking in his love and having that lamp mm-hmm. of his word and just Man is not made to be alone, and I think that's what so many Christians, like, it's like, I can't get along with anybody, so I'm just going to be alone, and it's like, no, this is not how it works. Look at the early church. They hung out all the time, and that's what we need to get back to. It's not just meeting on Sunday morning, going to Wednesday night, and maybe a Sunday night service, you know getting that attendance record perfect or whatever hitting the streak on our our app it's you need that relationship like i know since we've started this with everybody like it's it's definitely built me up Mm because it's like it's it's a good challenge it's like i'm going to be my best self i'm going to be working on myself every day to be the best that i possibly can be and walk in love Mm -hmm. and doing that whole thing and i think that's that's just important. It's like you, you need to be around people. You need to find believers to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it just strengthens the whole body.
1: Yeah. That's what I was sitting there a few weeks ago with some friends and they just all were like, Yeah, we just feel something's about to happen. We just feel something's about to happen and I was like, guys, it's happening. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. As we're sitting here. They're like something something big's happening. I'm like very big, <laughs> yeah, it's happening right here because we were sitting at, we like, we've been meeting <laughs> monthly essentially, and just having dinner and just talking about anything about our yeah. lives, but the Lord. Um, and I was like, I think this is what the Lord's doing. I think yeah. that right now, um, and only time will prove me right or wrong that <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Lord is bringing back that where his people are wanting to meet more and more. Churches are getting more home based. They don't have to be home-based, you know what I'm saying? But they're getting more relational. Yeah. You know, there's more people hanging out. There's more people spending time with each other. Um, because I think that like so I think we in the church bring so many outside things in, like, oh, we gotta have foosball, we gotta have pool or something for the kids. Movie night. Movie night, we gotta have something like that. Otherwise the they won't come. Yeah. But I think But every human, when you boil it all down to, why do we do those things? I go play pool with my friends because I'm playing pool with my friends. I go to the movies with my friends because I'm going to the movies with my friends. I come record here because I'm coming to record with my friends. Just mama. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everything I do, at least for me. I do because I want to spend time with people. Yeah. Even my trying to, you know, want to live a simpler life is because I want to have more time for people. Yeah. Um. So I think you shall know, they're my disciples by their love for one another and like people. What was happening in the first church? They were growing so fast because people were seeing such communion. They saw groups of Christians just, oh my gosh, (laughs) just going down the street, and they're like. I don't have that in my life. I want to be a part yeah, of that. Yeah, and I heard, I heard, like in in Iran, there, there's most of the people there apparently are like drug addicts, depressed, all these things, and they're seeing these Christians who are they're underground, so they're quiet. But once they get in there, they're like a family, you know. Yeah, and they're connected, they're loved, and all these things, and and they're 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 done with the suicide so suicidal thoughts, the anxiety, mm-hmm. the depression, all these things because they found community, they found family, and I think that's. You know, and I'll just make a bold statement. I think that's the Lord's, you know, the, talking about the latter rain. Mm-hmm. It's just relationship. His body being relational again. Yeah, It's not going to be a big conference outpouring, blessed conferences. I think it's going to be us realizing we need each other. Mm-hmm. and We need to be around each other. We need to spend time with each other. And we need to check up on each other. We need to just be conscious of each other yeah. at all times. How can I do? Paul said all the time, he's like, do good, but especially do good to those who are your brothers and sisters. Yeah. So we need to have that mindset. We need to lay off whatever we think we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, how can I help someone? You don't got to start a homeless ministry, an orphanage, anything like that. If you if you want to, do that. <laughs> but you don't have to. You can help. Like, I just help one widow a month. Cool. I don't have to. I, I tried to make it into a ministry and got stressed out because it wasn't what the Lord wanted me to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, start. if we all just help that one person. Yeah. If we see our brother. It doesn't see brothers. It didn't say you see a group of people. It said your brother in need and you have the means to help them and you shut your heart up you don't know the father you don't you don't know him at all so brother singular the lord talks very singular a lot of time he leaves the 99 for the one he himself god yeah leaves the majority for the one so i think if we just affect those ones around us that when we see at that time Oh, they need help. I have the means. Helped. Mm-hmm. Simple. They need help. I have means. Helped. <laughs> yeah. Boil it down real basic. I think we'll see a big change because it'll be a bunch of people doing that.
0: Yeah. Mm. That's good. Well, we're gonna wrap it right there, everybody. Oh, that was good. Yeah. You want to close? Sure.
1: Lord, I thank you. You really did direct this one. Um, You're a really good director. Thank you. And um, we just thank you that every word that was spoken tonight, that the anointing that's within your children will begin to teach us, begin to direct us and guide us on how you want unity to be in your body what you want it to look like, Lord. I thank you for the fruit that's going to be produced from this revelation that your body is getting not just from us too we're just little chimes in this big old orchestra Mm -hmm. of resounding of what you're doing and we rest in that we take off the weight of thinking we have to steward everyone and everyone in the world, we don't we just thank you for our position, our place in the body we thank you for the people that you've given us in our lives to influence, we're humbled by it, we're thankful for it We thank you for it in your blessed name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, there you
0: have it, everybody. If you want to support us, you can go over to (laughs) patreon.com slash BeAlight. We also have some awesome shirts. You can check those out in the description below. We hope that you just have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. If you have any prayer requests, get a hold of us in direct messages or messenger, or you can email us at BeAlightShow at gmail.com. So many emails. (laughs) I'm just like, which one is it? Uh, This has been Zach. And Judah. And be praying for the rest of them. They're healed in the name of Jesus. (laughs) They'll be back. They'll be back.